Welcome to the LA Realtor Podcast. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And we're getting to know the industry one conversation at a time. Hello, everybody. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Question for you. <laughs> yes, I love questions. How do you like the name of my company, Great Builds with a Z? I like it because it yeah. reminds me of Phil's Coffee with a Z. Well, Phil's has a Z? It does. Why would Phil's have a Z? Isn't that Why does Great Builds have a Z? Do you have a great story behind it? Um, or can you build one? Because Great Builds with a Z was a cheaper website to buy than was it? Great Builds with an S? No. Yeah, I mean, that's the bottom line. How much difference in... <laughs> What was the, oh, what was the difference? Oh, no. I got to know the difference. Was it like... A lot. Really? Yeah. But also, I don't know how much websites cost. But also, we didn't want to be great builds with an S because... That's boring. Too, too boring. It yeah. is. We have a company on, or a guest from a, an interesting company that uh, also has a good name that you clearly got very wrong. Uh-huh. I tend to. <laughs> the name of the company is, and I'll introduce the guest in a minute, is Renofi. Or I, as I like to say... Reno-Fi. Reno-Fi. Right. Because who doesn't love <laughs> Reno, Nevada? Companies from Reno. Nevada, Nevada. I don't know. All right. Good segue. Good segue into... Not uh, in Nevada. We're not talking Nevada. I don't Nevada. know what's right. I've been saying Nevada since I was a kid and my wow. siblings make fun tomato, of me. I know. Tomato. It's weird. Let's introduce our guest. Let's do that. His name is David Balderston from... Uh, I think it's Reno-Fi, but David, welcome and tell us how to say the name of your company, please. <laughs> It is Renofi, uh, short for <laughs> renovation finance. But uh, Sarah, if you'd like help with your renovation, we're, we're happy to help. Ouch. If yeah, I did some renovating uh, a few years ago. <laughs> I'm sure someone in this country with some accent says renovate. Yeah. Maybe Canadians. Hmm. Maybe. Well, can't make um, fun of them. They're too nice. No, I know. They're sweet people. Well, welcome, David. <laughs> you are head of partnerships at Ren. I mean, Renofi. <laughs> renovation financing. Tell me, you've been there for a couple of years. Tell me a little bit about that company, why you joined and what's what's interesting about what you guys do. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on, Paul and Sarah. We uh, are, have been at this for, for coming up on five years now. Uh, Renify was started after our CEO, Justin Goldman. I had three kids under five in a neighborhood that he and his wife loved, needed more space, either had to move or renovate. And Justin and his wife went into the local banks and learned that with their five or so years of equity in the home, they could only get a fraction of the capital they needed to do the size of the renovation that they wanted to do. And so Justin started Renify along with two co-founders, Lee Miller and Rob Shedd. Uh, I had previously worked with Justin and Rob on, on, a, on a previous venture. And so that's how I, I kind of, we, we kind of got some of the band back together. And so we Renify helps homeowners who may be light on equity or not access more capital by leveraging the future renovation value of the home after the renovation is complete. So a traditional home equity loan, you may be able to borrow 80 to 85% of the current home value. Renify enables homeowners to borrow up to 90% of the future value of the home. Wow. That's pretty cool. And is that future value based on like if you sold it right after you renovated it or multiple years into the future? Is that taken uh, into account? It's based on an appraisal that's done as a part of our renovation underwrite. So for every project that is funded by a Renify loan, we do due diligence on the contractor. We do a feasibility analysis on the project itself. And there's a as is and 
future value appraisal that's done as a as a part of that, which ultimately defines and what that homeowner's borrowing power will be for that for that loan. And with all this underwriting, does it take any longer than a standard loan, or how long does it take? It takes. 45 to 60 days. Uh, mm. So there is a little bit more added time. We are doing a good way to think about it is Renify is the FICO for renovations. And so we create a renovation score. Our lending partners are very good at underwriting credit and underwriting borrowers. We're very good at underwriting the risk of the renovation itself. And so our lending partners look to us to evaluate the risk of the project so that they can do what they do very well. We merge those two together and it's a win for the homeowner. They can get into their dream home faster. Maybe they were planning out different chunks of work over next year in five years and in 10 years. Well, with Renify, you can actually do it all at once and the lender gets a customer that they wouldn't have otherwise got. So you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you guys are a matchmaker. A client might come to you and say, here's the situation I have, here's my budget, so on and so forth. And you're going to match them. You're, I don't believe you're the the originator. Imagine you guys are going to match them with uh, the lender that is going to have the perfect rate and uh, underwriting and, and wants that client. Is that correct that Renofi isn't the actual lender in the end? That's correct. Yes. We serve as in, in a brokering capacity. So mm-hmm. based on the information we learn from the homeowner, we'll present what we believe are the best options given their position, the project they're doing and their financial positioning. And I think this is cool, Sarah, because some people might think about in general, when they do a home remodel, I think about refinancing the entire loan. But right now people are locked in with um, such low rates that really the best bet is like a HELOC or a second mortgage. And I think that's what you guys have. So I'd love to hear about your products. I mean, from the website, it says, uh, you have some fixed rate options, HELOC options. Tell us about what that what you guys have is in terms of products, and then what kind of rates we're talking about. Sure. Yeah. So we our our most common products are fixed rate home equity loan products that runs on a twenty year term, and then we also have uh, a HELOC product. In both of those products, you can leverage that future value as I as I described earlier. The HELOC is a ten year interest only draw. Take it as you need it. Whereas the fixed rate, you lock it in over the lifetime of the loan. We have. Some additional products, including for smaller project sizes or to get money for a deposit, that's an unsecured personal loan that can actually push out 20 years. So on a monthly payment basis, it's much lower than the more common three, five, seven year terms you might find if you shopped around online. But the core products are our home equity products, both the fixed rate and, and the HELOC. What kind of rates are we we at these days? Yeah, so we run roughly a point above a 30-year fixed mortgage is a good way to think about it conceptually. And so right now we're running in in the low eights, depending on lenders, it can dip below eight depending on the market. We're up right now, as as you probably know, on the mortgage rates. So it's changing a lot recently, but a good way to think about it is it's very competitive with traditional HELOC rates which run roughly a point higher than a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. And you guys are lending, I think I saw on your website, 100 to 500,000. Is that roughly the range? That's correct. So we go down to 25K. If you've got smaller projects to do, we've got loan products for that. Our HELOC product is available between 50K up to a half a million dollars. Both home equity products are uh, available in that range. This is pretty cool, Sarah, because you want to do a renovation, a major renovation or an ADU or something like that. 
you take a product like that from Renault 5 for a couple hundred thousand dollars, but they amortize it on a fixed rate over 20 years, your payment's pretty low. Right. You don't have, it's not a three-year payback or a five-year payback. I mean, it's like, of course, you still have your mortgage payment that you're paying, but like... Yeah, but then be- you don't have to spend... Yeah. Like all of your savings no. to just do this one project, you can like amortize it over 20 years. It's like, and maybe if it's a something hundred. like, I know we're probably going to get into this anyway, but if it's something like an ADU, if you're spending that money up front or if you're spending it over time, like you're going to start making money on it if it's something you're going to rent out. Yeah. Right. So, like, right. that could just be paying for itself the minute you can get that up and running in the past as a years. rental. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about ADUs. So, or, or folks, let's talk about it more generally. So, for the realtors here, uh, they may have got a buyer into a home recently and that buyer, let's say, maxed out their their purchase and their down payment and whatnot, but they still have some renovations to do. I think like, to your point, the traditional lender is going to say, no, you don't have any equity. You just bought the home. So walk me through an example, David, of what that might look like for you guys, because you, I think, would provide that person some financing because you're looking at the after improved value of that home once they build that ADU. Is that right? Yes, that's exactly right. So we'll consider how much did they put down to purchase the home. We'll have a look at the plans and understand how much do they need to borrow to put the ADU in the backyard. And then they're able to to leverage that future value of the home once the ADU is in place. In California, we do have some lending partners that will also count projected rental income toward mm. the de- the debt to income requirement. And so we're actively working with our lenders to understand how can we make this use case more and more accessible. And we are among the largest, we finance among the largest number of ADUs across the country. Mm. And so uh, it's a very, very common use case for our for our renovation loans, both for folks who have lived in their homes for a while and for folks who would like to to put one in the backyard after purchasing a home. Do you know what the average cost or average loan amount somebody would take out for an ADU is? It ranges broadly. You have some players that can put an ADU in the backyard for 100K and others that can go north of 400. Our average ADU loan size is in California is probably in the 225 to 250 range. On that, let's say somebody needs 200K. Yep. What do you, what on average, what amount? would you guys let them borrow and what amount, what part of that 200K would they need to come out of pocket with? A lot depends on how, yeah, a lot depends on what Mm. they, on the home purchase price and how much they put down for that. So, I mean, using round numbers, let's say they purchase a million dollar home, Mm -hmm. they put down 20%, then they want to put a $200,000 ADU in the backyard. So that then leaves us with a $800,000 first mortgage. If you're, let's say the ADU is adding another 200K to the uh, property value. So what's 90% of, of uh, 1.2 million? Uh, it's... <laughs> Hashtag math. <laughs> one, uh, it is, it's 1080, I think. Wow, really? I think so. Million eight. I think that's right. 10%, percent of 1.2 million would be 120,000. <laughs> you nailed it. And then you and then you back out that first mortgage at 800 and we're back to 200. Uh, mm. Oh. So you could give them the full 200. In that scenario, uh, in that yes. scenario cuz they have 20% yep. down. Correct. Yep. But also you may not value that ADU at 200 even possibly. Correct. 
Correct. Yeah. So what we roughly see in, in the market, and this varies a lot by geo and by the look of the ADU and is the, uh, our AMCs familiar with, with these products. Um, we really encourage the homeowners we work with to make the ADU look similar to the primary dwelling and any additional work that can be done to the primary dwelling in conjunction with the ADU build, we find helps that ROI at times. And so, but on a, on a general basis, 80 to 85% ROI, uh, you know, 85, 80 to 85 cents back on every dollar put in, um, Mm. we find is a, is a common, common landing point for projects like this. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense too. You don't want like a perfectly brand new ADU in your backyard and a sort of dilapidated (laughs) main structure. You know, it's like, yeah, why don't you take a little extra, maybe redo the outside a a little bit. Put a coat of paint on it. Put put some lipstick on that pig. Right. (laughs) A a modern single family residence with a Spanish ADU. Yeah. Like which, which, which are you going to live in after this project's complete? (laughs) Right. True. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, we've looked at building some ADUs and you can get an ADU up to 1200 square feet. And if the house up front is kind of small and maybe a two bedroom, you could get more for the ADU in the backyard. Right. Because I always tell people like that ADU is brand new. Yeah. Some tenant is going to love that ADU. Right. It's brand new and nice. And but so David, let me ask you this. So ADUs, we talked about that use case. What's another common renovation reason for folks to to get a uh, Renofi loan? Yeah, so a good way to think about it is anything that materially adds value to the property. So kitchens, mm-hmm. bathrooms, square footage additions, basement finishing, backyards is a big category right now, backyard kitchens, pools. But larger scale projects is really our sweet spot. We can help with smaller projects, uh, absolutely. But where we're really helping folks is unlocking that borrowing power. And so in order to unlock the borrowing power, we need that ROI number to be in our favor. So if you're just talking about paint and some updates to, you know, around the house, that's not going to have as material of an impact on ROI as some of these other projects. That makes sense. So would a good, I mean, a good use I imagine as well is if somebody is wanting to sell their home, because that's the fastest return on investment you guys are going to get as well, right? So somebody wants to like, redo the floors, redo the kitchen and the bathroom and just make it look really nice and get that money back in the sale. Is that yeah, good? So that's actually not our target market. Okay. We, there are other players out there that, that certainly uh, focus on the fix to sell. We really mm-hmm. focus on fix and stay. And okay. this is part of what we've worked on with our lending partners and part of why they are comfortable with lending on the future value is because the intent is to live in that home for a long period of time and accrue the equity back that on the investment that they've put into the home. So, um, yeah, our, our intent is to renovate, to stay. And now if you renovate and something happens in your life and you're moving three or five years later, of course, you know, that's, that's absolutely a, a reasonable thing. The other thing I would mention, and it's related to something you were talking about earlier was, as given the current rate environment, no folks really don't want to refinance. Mm. Now, if you were to take out a Renify loan and rates drop dramatically in five or seven years, you can refinance that second and your first at the same time into a single mm. loan later. So while yes, we're in a hot rate environment right now, um, there's no prepayment penalties. You are able to manage that second position mortgage the same as you might your first as rates drop. 
it also makes sense why the lenders that you guys work with would want to have somebody stay because then they're getting the interest over the term of somebody staying for an extended period of time versus just paying it right back after they. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. What's the, um, what's the lending environment? Obviously people, there's a lot less home transactions right now, right? We know that, but on the other hand, that means people aren't selling their homes. Maybe they're deciding to renovate or add space. So, but, but there's no, there's not as many buyers going into a home saying, okay, now I need to make it my own and renovate. So I can't quite tell if right now is a robust renovation environment. So what are you guys seeing in terms of activity? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And it's a really interesting time right now. I think we're finding that folks are finding it's cheaper to renovate than to buy right now in many cases. So when renovation is an option and an alternative to a purchase, we hear, we, we, we see a considerable demand in, in that category. And we also are finding that the housing market is so competitive. So if folks are finding that they need to buy, sometimes they're getting boxed out of bidding wars of, let's say they've been in the market for nine months, they put in bids on 10 homes, they haven't gotten a single one, people are paying above asking all in cash, waiving inspections, paying an appraisal delta, all that good stuff. We found that some folks are going to a less competitive segment of the market, maybe 150, 200K downstream a little bit with the intent to renovate and suggest, I wanted to do work to the house that I kept losing out on. So I'm happy to find a less competitive price point and, and, and make it something that something of my own with all in on a monthly payment basis, my first plus my second is going to be the same as my monthly payment would have been if I got the more competitive home. So, so you guys aren't seeing a much of a drop off in demand. They're pretty robust. Yeah, I, I would say we're we're growing still. We're capturing a different segment of the market in the pandemic. You know, it was right. the, what, what we call the HGTV effect. Everyone was watching and thinking about how do we improve the space I'm living in. And the buying market was also hot at that point. Things have shifted now. We're capturing a different segment where I think previously we were capturing a lot of folks who were renovating out of a want rather than a need. Now we're capturing folks who either need to move or need to renovate and end up renovating. I think this is a valuable thing to know for local agents, Sarah, because to David's point, they might have a buyer that's like, okay, I want to buy this house, but it needs work. Right. But I'm maxed out on the loan I could get, but I still want it. I'm going to need what do I do? I want to repair the kitchen. I want to do some work. Well, now the agent could say, not a problem. You go get your traditional loan for the purchase. And then you go to Renofi a month later, whatever it is to, to start your, get your financing for your kitchen or your addition. Now you're, you're just an additional tool in the, um, in the toolbox for that agent. No, that's a good point because I, especially right now, people are finding themselves maxed out mm-hmm. um, because of the interest rates. So that's a really good point. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in addition to finding a less competitive home, also folks who ended up spending everything they had to win the home, but still want yeah. to do some work. That's another great use case for yeah. uh, for a Renify loan. Sarah, we're doing a great job of selling the Renofi <laughs> product. I think you and I are now head of partnerships number two and number three at Renofi. Tell, David, tell us a little bit about the company. Are you guys, you guys are working. I mean, you're, you're relatively new at four plus years. Uh, you're in California now. Are you working on being nationwide? What's, what's sort of the, where are you now and what's the plan? 
Yeah. Rentify is live in all 50 states. We've closed oh, loans. Wow. Oh. In, we've closed loans in all 50 states. We're a fully distributed company. We have some employees in California and folks around the world, actually. So we are we're a venture-backed company and we love what we do. We really like Justin started this company with Robin Lee to make renovations possible. And we think in the current market, especially our value proposition is more relevant than ever. Yeah, that's, that's great how you guys have grown. All right, let me ask you this, uh, maybe this final question. You guys are a two-sided marketplace. You're matching the clients with the lenders, which is obviously very valuable in today's market. The, what's, the, um, what's the monetization for you guys? How, how do you guys make money? Yeah, so we get paid by our lending partner directly. So our partnership program is free to realtors, contractors, whoever chooses to work with Renify. And uh, the homeowner will pay the closing costs as they do on a traditional purchase mortgage. They'll pay that appraisal just as they do on a traditional purchase mortgage. And we get paid by the lender directly. So the lender then, when the lender funds the loan, it goes 100% in the homeowner's bank account upon approval. Homeowner then can then pay the contractor on whatever payment schedule that they've outlined between each other. So from a from a cash flow perspective, it's quite clean. Renify gets paid by the lender and the borrower has a direct relationship with the lender. And that's about it. Very cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Paul and Sarah. It was a pleasure. All right. We're going to share David and Renofi's information in the show notes so everybody can get a hold of them. And yeah, check them out for your next renovation project. It's exciting. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And if you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. If you'd like to get in touch, please email us at larealtorpod at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.